0: These past three years have really been a time of courage for a lot of people um, in various walks of life, and I think more opportunity for courage is going to come, unfortunately. (laughs) So it's important to grow our inner strength right now so that we can be brave when we need to. So many people compromise their values, and we saw that in the past three years especially in order to go along with the herd instinct. So we got to learn how to break away from the herd. I had to make a hard decision to not go along with the herd two summers ago when I told the truth about my company, Fox Corp, live on air. and, And here was the clip.
1: Outages across the region. Fox 26 reporter Ivory Hecker is live in Montgomery County to take a look at that aspect. Thanks, guys. That's right. Before we get to that story, I want to let you, the viewers, know that Fox Corp has been muzzling me to keep certain information from you, the viewers. And from what I'm gathering, I am not the only reporter being subjected to this. I am going to be releasing some recordings about what goes on behind the scenes at Fox because it applies to you, the viewers. I found a nonprofit journalism group called Project Veritas. It's going to put that out tomorrow so tune into them but as for this heat wave across texas you can see what it's doing to ac units this one broken down as we this is this is a soundbite that i got in trouble for and the
2: answer is yes we have used it i mean we know that it's a drug that has been politicized up to the wazoo
1: uh we've used it we use it with good success
0: when i decided to leave fox i booked the follow-up interview with this now forbidden doctor despite fox banning me from the topic i secretly booked it with him because I had to get to a conclusion. I had to, if Fox is blocking the public from hearing from this doctor, it's my duty to let the public hear from this doctor. So that's where, yeah. If a reporter told you they were banned from covering those sort of drug treatments?
1: I was told that not one, multiple times. Really? Multiple times.
0: Which outlets? So that really shocked me when I learned that I was not the only reporter that multiple news outlets went to him and then told their reporter, no, you can't put that out on it. You can't let you can't let what he's doing out on air.
2: Everything's going to be under the microscope. You're not posting anything
1: without Susan or I signing off
2: on it. Ivory, we took the assistant news director told you to remove material from a news story that was going on air.
0: I want your bosses to know.
2: They have seen the reports. They've seen the original reports. They know what you reported, Ivory. It's not not whether they're questioning whether you were lying or seeking somebody out. It's about the attention garnered by this kind of BS that the company does not want. And Susan has been abundantly clear that your post will be about news and will be about things that we determine are safe news for you to post right now. And
0: they said there that the bosses, Lachlan Murdoch of Fox Corp, they, they know what I covered and they, they know that it was the truth and they don't care. They don't want to deal with the attention that that brings Fox. After all this censorship, that caused me to dig more. Oh, the public can't see this? Okay, let's look into what's going on. So in 2021, I compared data from his hospital to hospitals across America and around the world. And that is when I discovered his hospital was saving four times more lives than all of the other hospitals. That I started crying when I found that I was like, Fox is forbidding the public from saying, take the sound bite off TV because it needs more context. More context? Okay, I'll add the context on Facebook. Here's the whole recipe. Oh, we didn't want that context. I gave all the treatments that he uses, which includes different versions, like a better version of, of the steroids that, that the standard hospitals were using. He was adding, uh, he was adding, I didn't, I, he had a ton of vitamins, an IV drip, vitamin C, Uh, magnesium, melatonin in high dose, all these things. He had this beautiful recipe that was saving four times more lives. I put it out. I I was just like, why would Fox not want people to know what is saving four times more lives? So that's when I said, I've got to get out of here and let people know what's going on, you know. And that was actually only one of the news beats that was being censored. Hey guys, great to be with you. So I wanted to show you my New York speech. I'm going to play it in its entirety, but I also want to get into My plans for what's next. Um, So first, before we get into that, shout out to the sponsor of my coverage. The 2023 economic crisis has started, according to the Wall Street Journal. The banking failures signal an alarming trend of economic challenges to come for Americans. Morgan Stanley warns commercial real estate is headed for a crisis worse than 2008. Wells Fargo recently said commodities are in a super cycle, and we have at least six years to go with gold surpassing $3,000 an ounce in potential outcomes. The Economic hurricane Jamie Dimon warned about is here. Meanwhile, Biden and the Federal Reserve have little to no levers that they can use to stop the current course of events. Will the Fed raise rates at the cost of ban- banking can- calamity? Will the US dollar lose massive value to Brazil, India, China, Russia, Saudi Arabia, and a growing number of countries that seek to quickly abandon using the US dollar as their reserve currency? The time for gold is here and demand is soaring. Let National Gold Group show you options for investing in precious metals like gold and silver in your retirement account and for direct delivery. Mention my channel and you'll always get best-in-class service for real Americans, service providers. Uh, The National Gold Group IRA Fee Waiver Program allows you to invest your IRA or a 401k into physical gold and silver, and you may be eligible for their lifetime fee waiver on qualifying rollovers. Mention my name, Ivory Hecker. So you can call 888-617-5927. 888-617-5927. National Gold Group is a Consumer Affairs top-rated gold IRA dealer. Call 888-617-5927. Remember, there's always a risk of loss and past performance is not ad- indicative of future results. Click the link down in my description for more. So what am I going to do going forward? Um, before I played the full New York speech, uh, where, you know, I talk about the journey of leaving Fox, uh, going independent now. And I, I want to, you know, I have, for the past year plus now, I have been uncovering corruption or shining more light on what the news is trying to hide, and I want to continue to do that, but I also really want to add a way to, to strengthen our minds. We need to be mentally and physically stronger during this time and always, honestly. Um, but I think there's a lack of that amid all the negativity, as important as it is to uncover corruption and to shine light on, on the dark evils of this world. So we can be aware and protect ourselves. It's it's also important to focus on a lot of positivity to keep a positive mind and a strong mind and a strong body. And when you strengthen your body, you strengthen your mind. So I want to focus more on that. Now that is, has been my personal journey after going independent. I have, it's just been such a shock and a shift for me to not be in the corporate news anymore, which I, nothing in me wants to be. But now I work from home and I used to be out in the action every day and I'm just, there's been so much adjusting and so much work that i've had to do to keep my mind and body strong right now and i want to share my journey with you so i think i'm going to do more segments like that where we can be each other's support system in the strengthening of our minds and bodies we must be tough and strong and in the speech i'm about to share with you i talk about that you know the the resolve i had when i decided to leave fox and how I would spiritually refill myself each day. When you're faced with adversity, you have to nurture and feed your soul with hope and faith. Find a support system to nourish you and fill you back up so that you can go back out there and fight each day. And I think we all need to do that at this time. And perhaps I can do that publicly with you by sharing my journey I want to actually videotape some of the things that I'm doing each day to keep myself physically and mentally strong. Let me know if you guys would like to see that and that we could go through that journey of becoming mentally and physically strong together. Uh with that being said, here is the full speech I gave in New York uh just a couple of weeks ago. I hope you enjoy it. Guys, I, I was nervous, honestly. Speaking on TV is not the same as speaking to a live audience. I was nervous. But I want to shout out um, the Wisdom Pearl for having me. You can click my link down in the description for the Wisdom Pearl's YouTube channel and more information on them and their upcoming events that they have. Well, it's great to be here with you all on Long Island. I have never been to Long Island before, even though I went to school in New York, went to college at Syracuse. So it's great to be here. When Ivan told me that he wanted to do an event that looked at current events through the theme of Bible prophecies, I thought that that was a really great idea because I grew up with the Bible and I turned to it during my difficult time with Fox, where I used to work, which I am going to take you through the story of how I had to be brave and I hope that each person who encounters difficulty chooses courage. So, so my story, these past three years have really been a time of courage for a lot of people um, in various walks of life. And I think more opportunity for courage is going to come, unfortunately. <laughs> so it's important to grow our inner strength right now. That we can be brave when we need to. Now is the time to take a hard look at your life and what really matters and start living like we're dying. Start boldly honoring truth, freedom, and your values, no matter what anyone thinks. And there's an issue with caring what people think. It kills your courage. Uh, so Tucker Carlson in his last last speech before leaving Fox last week. And we can get into why he left, because I think, you know, I was not surprised. I come from the same company that he was at. Uh, But in his last speech last week, he talked about how unfortunate it is that it seems the herd instinct among humans is one of the most powerful instincts. So many people compromise their values. And we saw that in the past three years, especially in order to go along with the herd instinct so we gotta learn how to break away from the herd. I had to make a hard decision to not go along with the herd two summers ago when I told the truth about my company, Fox Corp, live on air, and
1: and here was the clip. Outages across the region. Fox 26 reporter Ivory Hecker is live in Montgomery County to take a look at that aspect. Thanks, guys. That's right. Before we get to that story, I want to let you, the viewers, know that Fox Corp has been muscling me to keep certain information from you, the viewers. And from what I'm gathering, I am not the only reporter being subjected to this. I am going to be releasing some recordings about what goes on behind the scenes at Fox because it applies to you, the viewers. I found a nonprofit journalism group called Project Veritas. It's going to put that out tomorrow, so tune into them. But as for this heat wave across Texas, you can see what it's doing. to AC units. (laughs) This one, broken down as we...
0: (laughs) So that moment, to my shock, went viral around the world. And uh, millions of people saw that. It resonated with countless people. So I want to rewind and let you guys know what led up to that. So four years prior, what were you guys doing in 2017? Uh, President Trump had been a president for just a few months. Hurricane Harvey had just slammed the Texas coast. And I was working at NBC Minneapolis. That is when Fox Corp flew me down to the scene of the hurricane and interviewed me for my dream job. I'll never forget sitting down to lunch that day with the Fox station president, D'Artagnan Bebel. He asked me why I wanted to be a journalist. I told him free speech and free press keep the people free. Does anyone else in this crowd like free press? Free speech? <laughs> yeah, me, me too. At that point in 2017, everyone loved free speech. It was a no-brainer. There have been shocking changes in the herd mentality just since then. And we're going to get into them. See, I love my country and I wanted to be a part of preserving its liberty through free press. The fourth estate, the ability of the people to be aware of what is happening in their world. That's such a key facet of freedom. So in 2017, people got that. It's what was taught in journalism school. So in that job interview, Mr. Bebel, he actually chuckled at me when I explained why I wanted to be a journalist. He's like, that's a pageant answer. I shrugged my shoulders and told him that that that's the truth. That's why I got into journalism school, not for the glamour of TV, although. That's fun, even though it's a small part of it. TV is actually a ton of work and not a lot of glamour. A lot of people drop out when they find that out. But uh, I told him about how history shows censorship is the first step to stripping away the liberty of the people. That in a rare society like the USA, where government censorship is actually illegal, I was proud to be a part of the group of journalists who could take advantage of that freedom to shed light and allow the people to find their way. And that is why I'm here today. little did I know in 2017 how much the newsroom's approach to free speech would change, how much the culture in America would change. See, I landed that dream job in the Murdoch Empire, starting out anchoring and reporting for Fox 26 Houston, But soon, I began to do some live hits for Fox News. I had meetings in New York and L.A. about moving up in the company. I was called teacher's pet and untouchable by my coworkers because I had such a great relationship with the bosses. As I continued to lead in hard news coverage, there were talks with my agent about quadrupling my salary and moving up in one of the biggest, most powerful media corporations in America. And that was my dream too. I had no intention of changing that plan. But how much are you willing to sacrifice for the truth? That's the question that I had to face. Is what I didn't know was around the corner. I never anticipated, fast-forwarding a few years from the Dream Job interview and the pageant answer, that Fox would come at my throat for taking a stand against censorship. I was stunned. I mean, they hired me based on my anti-censorship stance. Now they were threatening to fire me based on the same stance. I realized my company had changed from it being a pageant answer to being a a punishable offense. I wasn't working for a journalistic organization anymore. Fox first came after me in 2020 for doing a vlog about the unprecedented social media censorship that we were all of a sudden witnessing. I educated my viewers about these algorithmic censorship tactics And the fact that they were actually used in China for years on its people leading up to 2020. I reminded the viewers about the power of the free flow of ideas in that little social media vlog I did. Then two Fox bosses got on the phone with me the next day. They spent a total of two, about two hours on three to four phone calls telling me what a problem this had caused. They put me on a social media blackout and told me to lay low, all because I educated the viewers about censorship. Very quickly, I learned Fox and other corporate news outlets were censoring the same topics as the social media corporations. Two weeks after that first reprimand over free speech, Fox assigned me to cover COVID treatment at a Houston hospital. When I allowed the doctor at that hospital to speak outside of the narrative and did not censor him, Fox responded even stronger. This time, my social media blackout lasted a month. They put me on multiple calls with HR. They drafted a letter of warning that included lies about me and ended with a threat to fire me if I did not comply with their narrative. They banned me from covering COVID treatment going forward. So I wondered, was this a one-time thing contained to a local TV station? I begged my bosses on multiple occasions to tell me why this strange, unjournalistic behavior was suddenly happening. My bosses, Susan and Lee, finally told me that they were following the orders of their bosses, the TV station president, D'Artagnan Bebel and the CEO of Fox Corp, Lachlan Murdoch. Being singled out for standing up for journalism, I started recording some of the calls, thinking I may need to use the recordings to protect myself if the bosses continue down this path. I I didn't think at the time that the public needed to hear these recordings, but soon I realized that the recordings involved the public's right to hear the truth. So I wanted to play just a couple of the recordings for you today. This was summer of 2020, after they sent me to cover treatment at the hospital, not knowing that the hospital was using forbidden drugs that the public must not know about. Uh, So that's that next clip. You need to cease and
2: desist posting about Everything's going to be under the microscope. You're not posting anything without Susan or I signing off on it.
1: Industry executives who are
2: the people who hire us and keep us employed. That's the part that needs to make a difference to really. It's not just about the viewers, it's about what our CEO reads, it's about what our GM reads. And like Lisa said, it's not about the viewers right now.
0: So, the truth of what's happening in Houston is that whether anyone likes it or not, regardless of the studies, doctors are secretly prescribing hyaluronide I started to expose that because all my sources were sending me the tips about it. I would like to speak to your bosses and explain that to them. I just want them, I want your bosses to know.
2: Ivory, we took the assistant news director told you to remove material from a news story that was going on air.
0: I took exactly what Lee told me to do, added the context of what else he well, uses, and exposed him.
2: First off, you assumed you knew all the context I was referring to, which you didn't because you missed half my point. But My point is we're not going to really let the conversation pipe. We're just not. You're going to stay as far away from that as possible. They have seen the reports. They've seen the original reports. They know what you reported, I agree. It's not... It's not whether they're questioning whether you were lying or seeking somebody out. It's about the attention garnered by this kind of BS that the company does not want. We are here to tell you that your professional reputation is what we are trying to protect. And Susan has been abundantly clear that your post will be about news and will be about things that we determine are safe news for you to post right now.
0: So going forward, I could only cover safe news, whatever that was. And uh, and they said there that the bosses, Lachlan Murdoch of Fox Corp, they, they know what I covered. And they, they know that it was the truth. And they don't care. They don't want to deal with the attention that that brings Fox. So, so I don't know if that's lawsuits or what, but Fox is pro-censorship. Uh, and so I was stunned by that. Um, I'll show you the doctor that I interviewed. You'll see the soundbite from him that got me in the tr- in trouble. This clip finishes with a secret follow-up interview I did with him. When I decided to leave Fox, I booked the follow-up interview with this now forbidden doctor, despite Fox banning me from the topic. I secretly booked it with him because I had to get to a conclusion. I had to... if. Fox is blocking the public from hearing from this doctor. It's my duty to let the public hear from this doctor. So that's where, yeah. So in that interview, I took the opportunity to let him know. I I interviewed him just about a week or two before calling Fox out live on air. So it, it was really under wraps. He had no idea this was going on between me and Fox. I let him know how much trouble I got in for interviewing him. Um, so the first soundbite is him in 2020. This is, this is a soundbite that I got in trouble for. And then it'll go to the, to the 2021 interview, which was the follow-up.
2: And the answer is yes, we have used it. I mean, we know that it's a drug that has been politicized up to the wazoo.
1: Uh, We used it. We used it with good success. That
0: was a story, by the way, that Susan and Lee sent me there to cover the COVID treatments at that hospital. I just wasn't supposed to ask that question. If a reporter told you they were banned from covering those sort of drug treatments?
1: I was told that not one, multiple times. Really? Multiple times.
0: Which outlets? So that really shocked me when I learned that I was not the only reporter that multiple news outlets went to him and then told their reporter, no, you can't put that out on air. You can't let let what he's doing out on air. The middle clip was me interviewing James O'Keefe, Project Veritas, um, explaining this. But in 2021, after all this censorship, that caused me to dig more. Oh, the public can't see this? Okay, let's look into what's going on. So... (laughs) I, 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 I did all this data research. Mind you, as, as, uh, they said earlier, I'm historically a crime reporter. So I don't normally cover these topics, but here we were in the pandemic. So I was covering healthcare now. So I'm like, okay, I'm digging into hospital numbers. And in 2021, I compared data from his hospital to hospitals across America and around the world. And that is when I discovered his hospital was saving four times more lives than all of the other hospitals wow. that I started crying when I found that out. I was like, Fox is forbidding the public from seeing, because the big problem I got in is I put his whole recipe on Facebook. They mentioned posting, they're talking about posting on Facebook. I, because they said, oh, take the soundbite off TV because it needs more context. More context, okay, I'll add the context on Facebook. Here's the whole recipe. Oh, we didn't want that context. I gave all the treatments that he uses, which includes, you know, different, different version, like a better version of, of the steroids that, that the standard hospitals were using. He was adding, uh, he was adding, he had a ton of vitamins and IV drip, vitamin C, uh, magnesium, melatonin, and high dose, all these things. He had this beautiful recipe that was saving four times more lives. I put it out. I, I was just like, why would Fox not want people to know what is saving four times more life? So that's when I said, I've I've got to get out of here and let people know what's going on, you know. And that was actually only one of the news beats that was being censored. You know, election season rolled around, and they, that was a whole nother thing. But journalism school taught that a journalist's first loyalty is to the citizens and their first obligation is to the truth. The bosses deciding that in this pandemic it was no longer about the viewers but about what the CEO was, their change in values was a direct violation of the elements of journalism. That all went down in August and September of 2020. By December that year, HR was called on me again. My crime this time was an Insta story I'd done um, defining the difference between government censorship and media censorship. A Fox Corp HR lady out of Atlanta named Regina Davis spent more than an hour on a Zoom call with me and my boss in Houston demanding that I not criticize censorship or more bad things would happen to me. As one of the most powerful news outlets in America, Fox Corp was doing the work of shifting the public's view on censorship to a frighteningly more accepting stance on the clampdown on the free flow of information. And you'll say that Fox is not as bad as CNN and some of the others, and I'll agree with you, but I can tell you as an insider that they too have been compromised. They appear to be giving viewers enough of the info they want to hear to keep the ratings alive while suppressing certain key information that could actually return the viewers to more freedom and power. Let's all remember that free speech and censorship historically in America was never a partisan issue. Free speech, you know, opposition to censorship, they always fortified American society. Never let anyone tell you differently. The new narrative is that too much free speech is a bad thing, that censorship is the only way to stop far-right misinformation, that we must give people less information in order for them to understand what we want them to understand. Sounds really crazy, but that's, there's tons of mainstream articles about that now. The free press is advocating against free press. <laughs> Stunning. Uh, so if you look at history, right-wing, left-wing, the various labels that are being thrown around, What matters are the people taking a stand for freedom, both free speech and for the freedom of each person to live their lives as they see fit, as long as it doesn't interfere with another person's ability to do the same. In just a couple of years, we've seen the dramatic cultural shift in our country to sacrificing individual liberty in favor of safety. Certain words aren't safe, certain actions aren't safe. It comes with immense peer pressure to agree, or you are labeled a conspiracy theorist, or a right wing nut job, or a danger to society. At some point, you gotta stop caring what people think. You have to look at the very recent history and the fast slope we're going down. You have to use common sense and stand firm. Freedom and free speech are the dread of tyrants. Courage is the dread of tyrants, and fear is the tool of tyrants. So do not comply with what does not make sense to you. Stay true to your heart and your values no matter what, and have peace in that decision. Peace is power. When Fox crossed the line to say that free speech is no longer something we can support, that censorship may be good, I stood firm with the history of free speech, and its critical role in all free societies. That was a value I could not part from. It was more important than my job or my reputation. (laughs) When you hold a value strong enough, you find a peaceful resolution in your heart. I had that throughout every manipulative tactic and threat that Fox lodged against me. Whatever insanity that you have been facing in this post-pandemic world, find a way to trust yourself enough to stand firm with, the value, with your own values and with your heart. So I didn't have a backup plan as I stood my ground and reminded my bosses of the history of free speech and of the difference between journalism and propaganda. <laughs> I had chosen to take the leap of faith that if I stood for what's right, life would support me. My stand led to their threats to fire me. They wrote lies about me. Then a defamation lawyer swooped in and offered to defend me. Fox retreated. They told me that they had shredded the lies that they'd put in my file for Fox executives to read. But the company went on to push election propaganda, scene propaganda, and use me and other TV personalities as tools of a deceptive narrative and as tools of destruction. So I realized in my heart, I didn't want to be a part of a corruption posing as journalism. It wasn't worth the money or prestige. I had no backup plan, but I chose to believe that truth wins. I turn to spirituality, I turn back to my journalism textbooks, and I actually turn to the Bible to remind myself what matters. When you're faced with adversity, you have to nurture and feed your soul with hope and faith. Find a support system to nourish you and fill you back up so that you can go back out there and fight each day that's really important right now. During that time of being trapped in a toxic contract with Fox Corp, I read back through the story of King David in the Bible. The Bible has always been a source of comfort for me. Find what comforts you. David's story with Saul reminded me of Fox. I loved Fox and I felt loyal to Fox. Yet Fox was after me for no just reason. That was David's story of Saul, who was out to kill kill David after David had done everything right. Saul's ways led to his own demise, and God protected David. I really pondered those passages in 1 Samuel in the months leading up to my departure from Fox. I chose to believe that I, like David, would would be protected as Fox Corp locally and nationally was self-destructing with plummeting ratings as audiences caught onto the propaganda after the 2020 election. Fox did some finagling after that and got a lot of their audience back. Now they are dealing with another ratings blow in the latest incident with Tucker Carlson. I hope more people catch on to Fox's schemes and permanently leave this time. But let me say, a lot of the on-air personalities are good people, truth seekers, journalists, but to a certain extent, each one of them is being muzzled. When the viewers had a million questions, not even Tucker Carlson mentioned a peep about the Arizona audit, I'm sure he would have loved to, but I've learned what it's like to have corporate executives lay down the hammer on what you can and can't tell the viewers. Ed Henry of Fox News later told me that he was banned from asking questions about the NFL and kneeling for the anthem at the same time I was banned for asking questions about COVID treatment. A journalist should never be banned from asking questions. One of the top things we have to do in our job. I think Tucker got bolder as the clampdown on information continued. He eventually... Did ask more election questions while the rest of Fox was in radio silence about that election. Tucker showed never-before-seen surveillance footage of January 6th, which led to top lawmakers demanding Fox Corp to censor him. What a stunning time to be alive. That surveillance footage of what actually happened must not be seen. He criticized new vaccine technology despite Fox having a partnership to promote those scenes. I think it all culminated in him and Fox parting ways last week. And I figured that would happen back in 2020. I attended an event where he spoke and he talked about his frustration with the attempts of controlling his speech back then. Tucker went through similar things to what I went through. And I think behind the scenes, many journalists across. America had been fighting a similar fight. I've actually talked to many of them with similar stories. And many of them have followed my lead, just not in such an explosive way, like you said. But in 2020, I knew I I wanted out of the newly compromised company, but they had me in a contract with no outs. The contract didn't even allow me to say I wanted to quit. I racked my brain for months about how to get out. Then by chance, Project Veritas connected with me on Twitter in January 2021. They asked if I'd witnessed any corruption in my newsroom. I told them I sure had. They were there for me as I took the leap in one of the scariest page turns in my life. See, I chose faith that life would support me during that time. And sure enough, God sent Project Veritas and all the resources to not only make sure that I was protected while leaving Fox, because they could have sued me and destroyed my whole life, took everything. But God sent protection. Also, God made sure that a much larger audience saw the truth about the deceptive narrative news business. Had I not you know, teamed up with Project Veritas, nobody would have really heard the story of the compromised news that that they resonated with because so many people said something's off here with with this news narrative. And my story was confirmation of that. I've now ventured out as an independent journalist and it's going well. I could have let fear, you know, win. I could have let it win. I could have stayed cozy and secure in the company that loved me if I'd just keep quiet about what they wanted to suppress. I was just one person. What difference would it make? But when you lay down your fear and step out and courage and honor your values, you become a stronger person and life becomes a lot more fulfilling, actually. You're really living now. You'll also notice support and protection begin to surround you inexplicably when you live authentically. That's what I noticed. So have the courage to take action, stand your ground, and never compromise your values. Our country needs that badly right now. Your courage will have a ripple effect on others. Mine did. One by one, we can preserve liberty in this great nation. God bless America, and may each one of you be brave when the time comes. Thank you.